And now, what you've all been waiting for... Donuts? No, not donuts. The jelly that goes inside of donuts? No, not the jelly that goes inside of donuts. Yeah, Mom and Dad make this podcast. When Rocks Rocks Talk. Talk. Mommy and Daddy's podcast. Oh, Mother and Father's podcast. Are you sure it wasn't donuts? Okay, and here we are. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in once again. You are appreciated. Mm -hmm. I am Robert. And I'm April. Your host of When Rocks Talk. Yep. So today's topic is... What's today's topic? (laughs) Well, I don't know if we came up with exactly a name for it, but it's about our minds and the thoughts of in our mind. What is in our heads? What's going on up there? How about, How about get your mind right? Yeah. Get your mind right. Perfect. I like that. See? <laughs> the mind is a powerful thing. It is powerful. And what you feed it can affect you in a powerful way. Wait a minute. What's that from? Does it sound familiar? Yeah. What? Maybe I just came up with it. No, don't. Copyright, copyright, copyright. Where'd that come from? <laughs> no, that's one of the lyrics to NF. Oh, see? There you go. Just be careful. The musical artist that we uh, we mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, that's what I thought of just now when we <laughs> brought the subject up. Oh, man. There's probably some kind of movie line to do with that, with your mind. And, you know, it's a, you know, being powerful. It can be, you can use it for good or for evil. You know, I don't know. There's got to be something out there. Yeah, I was. Um, some kind of Star Wars reference. I was just <laughs> reading today, and maybe you read this, but, and I don't read very much, so. This is a treat, you guys. <laughs> it, it said something about, um, I don't know who quoted it, but a long time ago. Many, many moons ago. Um, your mind, like our reality, mm. most of our reality in life lives in our mind. Mm-hmm. People see our actions. They hear our words, mm-hmm. you know, over the years and over in our life. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of thoughts. Oh, yeah. We all, your mind is constantly going, (laughs) constantly turning, right? Yeah. Um, Random thoughts, serious thoughts, whatever. Mm -hmm. There's always something going on. Yeah. And a lot of it is, you know, it's secret. Yeah. Some of the stuff in your mind is only for you. Yeah. And that's pretty much your reality, your, your life. Yeah. And so say 90% of it was just kept in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and you maybe not purposely trying to keep things to yourself, but you can't relate yeah. every single thought to people. Yeah. You just have thoughts. Yeah. You have views on things. You have, you know, aspects. Yeah. That, and um, not, say 90% of that is, is in your mind and it never comes out, never mm-hmm. gets talked about. Yeah. That's your reality. 90% people only see 10% of your of you of your reality. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, uh, you t- yeah, it does. It well and that's probably a good thing cuz some know of our I'm thoughts aren't always great. Did you did you read that or do you know what I'm talking about? I kind of I didn't read that. Okay. But I think I know what you're talking about. I mean, it kind of makes sense, you know, there's like you know, and we have so many I mean, seriously, why is it that our thoughts at least mine a lot of the time, it always ends up, like, interrupting my sleep. Like, that's my issue. Like, I used to be, it used to be really bad. It's not so much anymore. But my thoughts would run, like, a mile a minute right before bedtime. And then I'd be, like, up until 1 or 2 in the morning. It's like we're we're dwelling on, and sadly, a lot of the time, it's negative thoughts. I'm just dwelling on those, and they're, you know, going in there. 
It's usually the um, wheels, the hamster wheels turn. Yeah, it's usually anxiety thoughts. That's probably what it is. Anxious thoughts. And you're not alone. A lot of people do that. A lot of people. Yeah. And a lot of people have hard time sleeping because of those thoughts. Yeah. Um, I used, yeah, same here. Mm -hmm. I used to be that way. I would stay up for hours. I just toss and turn, and sometimes half half the night, Mm -hmm. I was awake just couldn't sleep and if yeah. i maybe slightly fell asleep i woke back up and stayed up for a while and i just learned to turn it off yeah whatever it is <laughs> um negative or positive or whatever's going on in my head yeah it's like okay i'm not gonna accomplish anything right now thinking about it yeah just turn it off <laughs> uh rest that computer yeah you know our minds great computers. i know yeah you gotta and shut ju- just down. rest it um defragment it if you don't then you end up like the story i was i was just talking to you about before we started recording this um series i'm reading and it's really it's an inspirational um series i always usually read that inspirational romances or whatever and this one it talks about this they're these this these sisters and they all live up on this mountain and they've been told to fear everything. So they ne- never came down from the mountain. They're afraid of diseases, of, of, you know, pestilence, of all these other things. They never be. And so there's one sister. She will not venture out at all. Her thoughts are constantly, she's constantly struggling with fear and anxiety. And they just keep, she just keeps focusing on that. And so, um, it, it, and she just, it's, she actually ends up hurting somebody she cares about because she's, uh, constantly struggling with fear. Um, she doesn't even tend to one of her sisters who's uh, come down with a fever and whatever because she's afraid of death, of, of that. Even though she knows, you know, uh, knows about God and knows God, she's still afraid of death. And, and um, because of all the thought, the somebody in her life that raised her was very fearful. And so they put these thoughts in her head. So she was afraid of everything. Um, thankfully, as the story goes along... Um, those fears, she ends up stepping out in faith and, and conquers those fears, but they can really just mess with you. When is, you it a, those thoughts. is it a group of people that live up there? Yeah, there's like three yeah. sisters. And they're all kind of in the same situation. They all. Yeah, but one of fear. them's the worst because she was kind of like the mother figure. Yeah. And so she's really worrying. Are you know they, how we are. <laughs> are they moms. told lies? To Is that why? Kind of. But well, well, actually, no. The one that raised them lost a bunch of people in her life to pestilence and during these that time frame that people died from scarlet fever she lost a bunch of people in her oh. life so her her fears were you know pretty relevant but it was like you're not living you know and um so her fears like brought on like a ocd type deal and yeah now you just have a fear of, of yeah. everything and it literally it ruined the generational because it planted those she planted those seeds of fear in her um the people the kids she was raising and so thoughts are powerful. They can change lives, um, you know. And so it's just, and and, and I, that, of course, brings to mind for me, like, what thoughts, what am I dwelling on that's, that's actually causing things to happen that are not good, you know. And uh, it kind of makes me want to, you know, like, as a mom, you know, you tend to worry sometimes. If you've ever heard of postpartum depression, a lot of time women worry about their children like getting hurt babies and stuff like that. And so they're like, I had this happen where I had worried about scenarios of like something happening to my kid. And I'm like, you know, in my head playing it out. But that's where those thoughts, I let them kind of go crazy and I worry. And 
you know you those thoughts feed on your fears anxiety yeah kind of like uh i mean i've talked about my ocd before yeah and it's just it's a mind thing Mm -hmm. it's in it's in my head and i let it i feed it yeah when i shouldn't and when i do it grows to be uh you know a monster yeah and I gotta, I, I gotta stop feeding it. Yeah, and it dies off. But we're kind of dwelling on all that darkness, all that bad stuff, you know. Yeah, it's not good. And and it and for mine, it comes from a fear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I just yeah, gotta remind myself I'm not in control. Um, mm-hmm. You know the fear. Yeah. Talk. You're talking about the mind, right? Yeah. And Thoughts how that are... it, you feed it. The bad mm-hmm. thoughts, yeah, and it builds, and it builds. Yeah. It, it, you know, probably when you're saying you have these thoughts of uh, the parenting, yeah, parenting, or whatever, worrying about the kids getting hurt, and yeah, they're awake, you know, take, trying to take. And care. I'm, I'm pretty sure the more you think about it, the worse it gets. Mm-hmm. And so that brings me to uh, the word momentum, hmm. and I've used this before, not in the air, so chill out. Are we gonna have to go back and check, and make sure? You're no, it's not. I've honest. I've you never. never said moment. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I know like, I don't think I've heard you say it. Okay, so I'll tell a quick little story. Last year I was at work, and you know I'm a painter. We were painting, and mm-hmm. it was we were unmasking, taking mm-hmm. all the unma- the masking off the paper, the plastic, and and whatever. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go on, dear. And we're taking all all of it off. We put it in a garbage bag and shove this garbage bag, like a hefty bag. You know those big black hefty bags? Mm-hmm. It's one of those, and we shove hefty, it and, hefty. and pack it down till <laughs> yeah. it's full. Mm-hmm. And it gets kind of pretty solid because it's, yeah, you know, it's stretched out. Yeah, it's compacted, and, right? You yeah. got it all in there. And we're up on a balcony, mm-hmm. and we're throwing, we usually throw our trash off the side, the balcony. You know, it's on. It's just right there in the grass, and we go pick it up, mm-hmm. the bags or whatever. And there's a this house is on a big hill, like mm-hmm. just you know nothing but those forest trees, and it just dips right now. But you can't see how steep it is, mm-hmm. really, because I know it's steep, but you can't really see it because there's so many trees. Yeah, and you can't see the bottom, but yeah. I know there's a road down there, way down there, right? Mm-hmm. And you can hear the cars. And I threw this bag over, like we always do. And then I saw it, and it was close, like teetering on the hill, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be fine. And then I went, I went down there. I was gonna say, you know what? I'm gonna move it. So I walked down there, and I was gonna move it. And something, I can't remember. This was last year, but something like fell on it, like maybe a pine cone or something. Oh no! <laughs> honestly, because all these trees. Yeah. Um, and it started moving a little bit oh, because no. it was on yeah right? on the edge. It was teetering. So I went, kind of walked up to it, not in too much of a rush. You ever do that thing where I mean, everybody's done this. You're trying to pick up something, you drop a piece of paper in the parking lot or something. Yeah. And you go to get it, and then you but right before it. you grab it, the you know it starts. The wind picks it up, <laughs> yeah. and then you got to go faster and faster, yeah. and then you get to the point where you yeah. just step on it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. or sometimes you can't catch it. Yeah. So anyway. It's going, this thing's starting to teeter and it, it goes down a little bit, but it's rolling slow. Mm-hmm. It ain't going very fast. Mm-hmm. And every little item in the way, like a little twig can stop it, slows it down. Yeah. So I'm taking my time mm-hmm. and then I go to grab it, but then it starts rolling and then it started rolling 
faster and faster and faster. (laughs) And I was going to, I was doing that, those deals where you try to walk faster and catch it, but I'm going straight down a hill. It's real steep. Yeah. So I just let it go. Mm -hmm. And all I can do is watch it. Yeah. And it was going and uh, it was hitting trees, but bouncing off them, you know, and just going. Mm -hmm. And it went a little, quite a ways down. Uh, Not to the point where I, I couldn't see it anymore, but it went down. Eventually it stopped. As I'm just sitting there watching it and <laughs> hoping it'll stop like Plinko bouncing off things. Mm-hmm. Remember Plinko from yeah, the... Yeah, Price is Right. Price is Right. Yeah, I love that one. That was my favorite to watch. Yeah. And it's going to go like the Plinko chip. It goes till yeah. it hits the bottom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it bounces off all these pegs. Yeah. And then finally it stopped. I went down there, walked all the way down there and grabbed it. <laughs> walked all the way back up. Of course, the walk up was harder. Obviously. Not only because you're going uphill, but I'm carrying this bag. <laughs> yeah. Which is not extremely heavy, it's but just it just awkward. It adds to it, and it's awkward. Yeah, and I'm, now my hands ain't really free to to grab on anything. Yeah, I walk back up, and anyway, <laughs> kind of a I don't know. The story is not very interesting, but the analogy of it, yeah, is momentum. Mm-hmm. When we have these thoughts going, yeah, and if you don't stop them right away, yeah, they build momentum. Yeah. And eventually they'll get away from you. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts get away from you. And all you can do is just sit there and just take it. Yeah. And then when it's over, the thoughts eventually come to an end. Yeah. Whatever these thoughts are, right? Yep. And we're, and we're talking like negative thoughts, like bad things yeah, that are, not talking positive. aren't healthy for your, yeah. for your mind and your heart. Yeah. And not only do you got to just let it, mm-hmm. but now you got to have the burden of lifting it back, getting back out, lifting that burden, that thought back out of its hole. Yeah. I um, wanted to read this real quick quote because you just brought that to my attention. You you kind of laid it out for me. Uh, This fellow named Frank Outlaw, that's kind of ironic, Outlaw (laughs) wrote, Watch your thoughts, they become your words. Watch your words, they become actions. Watch your actions, they become habits, and watch your habits, they become character. Watch your character, for it becomes your destiny. So uh, the point is, we need to exercise control over our thought life. Before, it rolls down the hill, gains momentum, and like we can't control it at the very end. A lot of the time, the thoughts, it talks about, uh, you know, your thoughts end up becoming, coming out of you. Um, you know, you, you hear people that they start ruminating on certain things and then it can come out and it's ugly, you know, like what if you're like really upset about something and you like, just let it, those thoughts roll around in your head, kind of like that garbage bag and you're just letting them toss around in there. And then eventually they come out of your mouth. You're like, Oh, I didn't mean to say that. And they come out, you know, and it's just trash, you know, cause you let it like simmer in there and then it just spills out. Or it triggers an action, a negative action. And um, it's, so we have to be very careful in keeping our, our like the talks about our brain in chains, you know, yeah. keep our thoughts under control um, or negative things can come out. Yeah, you know? tempers can develop from those thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying when people, some people have tempers, I'm not saying all people, but when some do, mm-hmm. A lot of it is because they got a lot going on in their head and, and mm-hmm. their their fuse has been shortened. Yeah. You know, you heard of people having a short fuse. Mm-hmm. Well, it's they probably constantly have these thoughts mm-hmm. and whether they're 
you know, situations of their fault or they're not or not. Mm-hmm. Um, nonetheless, those thoughts are there. Yeah. And it, you know, it just yeah. triggers. Yeah. Triggers things. Yeah. And it's very, uh, especially for people with um, struggle like, that struggle with certain addictions as well. It's hard because, like we talked about this in a previous podcast about. Um, it was about al- alcoholics. Your brain's still fu- functioning like an alcoholic, even after you've, even if you're not drinking, it's still functioning like an alcoholic. So you have those cravings and those things in your mind, and then you start ruminating on them. And then what yeah. ends up happening? What ends up happening is you give in to those urges, and then yeah, it comes out. I think what you're saying is with, um, and I can speak to this from experience. Mm-hmm. So not just making it up, but with like, uh, drinking or drugs, Drugs. being addicted to that stuff. Yeah. I know your body becomes, uh, it it craves it. So when you try to stop, it's asking for it, right? It's reliant on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, half of that, those side effects, yeah. Half of those are coming from your mind. Yeah. Maybe more than half, Yeah. you know, and it's because you're, you're thinking like meditating on yeah you're meditating as i say you quit for a little while Mm -hmm. uh whatever it may be and you know you you think about it for a little bit and you struggle for a couple days and then you get to a point where you're fine yeah you're doing pretty good you feel you feel good you feel healthy Mm -hmm. then these side effects start showing up Mm -hmm. people say you know like i don't know if it's like a relapse or something Mm -hmm. They don't just come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm speaking general terms. They don't just come from nowhere. Y- y- your thought, mm-hmm. you're thinking about it. You're thinking about when you mm-hmm. used to do it or you're thinking. When's my next fix? Like, I, 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 would, like I wouldn't mind it. having that again. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're fighting in your head. Your thoughts basically get out of control. They keep going and you you're keep thinking about it and keep thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And then you take it other places, not like, can I have this again? Or, okay, now what if I have this? And you start playing out a whole scenario. Mm-hmm. Okay, what if I have this? And if I had it, how much or how are there people does, around? And then it, it, it almost, it's almost like it goes from an if to a when. Yeah. It's like to a when and how. You literally, like, your mind, you're, like, yeah. processing it, and you get to a point where you're, like, literally, oh, it's not an if anymore. It's a when is it yeah. going to happen. Yeah, and now, like like I said so earlier. So you're predisposed to it almost. Like I said earlier, 90% of our lives, our true story is lives in our head yeah. that people don't see yeah. or whatever. And so that's a thought you're having. Mm-hmm. You we not Other people may not know you're having it, yeah. but you're playing this out. Mm-hmm. And then here comes the side effect. Mm-hmm. Why is that side effect kicking in? That's how the mind works, mm-hmm. you know. And now it's got the best of you. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, chances are you give into it. It's funny, and a lot of the time I feel like, and that's why it talks about take heed in the Bible a lot about certain things, feeling like you are in control or like you're you've got this. You know that lovely saying, because whenever that happens, it's almost like we fall. We're like we're not in control, and then that that mind the mind takes over it's kind of and here's another thing like you're talking about you're talking about the mind and um like how it you know how it developed like how we're always like using 90 percent of our like you're just talking about you know it's kind of funny because um just thinking that way i 
okay, just to turn this into really crazy stuff, think about people that like commit murders, right? They had to have something in their brain at some point where they literally, I was reading this, they play it out in their head. It has to be played out in their head first. Yeah. And then you stick on it for a while and then it comes, it can come out. It becomes reality. Yeah. It becomes a reality. Now it's so much easier just to go on and do that horrible deed because, or horrible action because it was played out in your head. So it's very important to stop that or to look and see what you're putting in your head, what you're intake is what what's going on what are you surrounding yourself with you know if it's a place that's going to get or you're surrounding yourself with people or influences uh anything that can affect how you respond you respond to a situation or if like you struggle with addiction if you're putting yourself in a position where you know you're going to be like tempted constantly is it really wise to go there and try are you really strong enough to deal with that has the past shown that you're strong enough to deal with that you know it's like it's like if for instance like i love chocolate chocolate's delicious but should i go into a, a store and like a chocolate store a candy store and just hang out there for a while if i'm trying to get away from the chocolate yeah, i was gonna say <laughs> you know? if you're trying to get away from yeah it. like is it is it a good thing i don't think so i'm not gonna put myself in a situation where it's gonna make me want to you know Oh, let me just, I could just easily get a piece of candy right now, a chocolate candy, and it's fine, you know. <laughs> you you know, I think a lot of time, I think, I feel like we think we're in control, our mind, like we can control ourselves. But we're so, we, we fool ourselves so much. The mind is a powerful that. thing. Yeah. Like I said. Yeah, it is a powerful um, thing. So you said a little while back here, mm-hmm. how about battling it? Yeah. It's a war, man. So how do you do that? Okay. Bring it in. Well, uh, you use Thurple Gap. Thurple Gap. Is that something you can just buy at the store? It's a foreign language. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Thurple Gap is an acronym for keeping your thoughts on things that are true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and of good repute or report on excellence and on on praiseworthy praiseworthy things that's what it is and that's actually a uh, there's a verse do you have the verse down dear no go okay ahead. it's philippians 4 uh 4 8 just to double check and um it's paul paul uh the apostle paul um and he is talking to the um philippians and writing a letter to the philippians and um let me get to it real quick. Do, 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 do. Hold on, I need music. Okay, here we go. Uh, <laughs> Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And some say think on these things or think upon these things as uh, another translation. So what are we having our thoughts on? Well, the Bible says that we should keep our thoughts on things that are true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, good report, excellent, and praiseworthy. So when we're dwelling on those negative thoughts, obviously we're not doing the right thing at all, (laughs) you know, and it can influence our actions. Yeah, we're always, like I said, we're always thinking. Mm -hmm. Our minds are always going. So it's a constant battle. Mm -hmm. And, okay, you know, some people say, well we're human mm-hmm. like how can you not have these thoughts you know it, good point i can't just not have them mm-hmm. and honestly 
you will have them. Yes. You will have these yeah. uh, negative thoughts. Anyone that says they don't or aren't are lying. <laughs> no, you do. Yeah. Everybody yeah. does. Everybody does. Uh, I do. Mm-hmm. And like, so for instance, um, you see, like, let's take um, what's like lust, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we can talk about this. Uh, yeah. Good example because we're married. Yeah. And we love each other and <laughs> yep. only each other. Yes. So now you're like, okay, so I never, I never look at a woman or I never look at a man or now when you say that, right? Mm-hmm. Not, I never look when I see someone that may be attractive, mm-hmm. that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's normal. We're human. Mm-hmm. But Again, it's the thoughts. Yeah. What do you do with that thought? Do you let it hang around? Do you catch that bag before it rolls down the hill? <laughs> yeah. Um, I still, I really do like that analogy. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. you having those thoughts is not a sin. I think I have the, did I have that verse somewhere? But I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. paraphrase it. There is a verse that talks about when you have the thought, the mm-hmm. thought when it becomes sin, mm-hmm. it becomes sin if you if you keep thinking about it. Yeah, if you take that thought, it. if you take that thought to the next level, yeah, you need to take the thought captive and get rid of it. Like, yeah, get it out of there is what. And then when you go further and you act on it, then it, it says it becomes death. But yeah, yeah, we could talk about what death means. Yeah, uh, not necessarily you die physically and you know yeah. that's it. Um, but your, your spirit and your heart and everything, it starts to die. Yeah. And, and you just brought up heart. It's kind of funny. So actually a lot of people, um, tend to use the heart and the mind or thoughts, um, differently. Like you, you're like, well, I think with my, you know, like I think with my mind, but I, you know, depend on my heart, you know, it's like two separate entities, but actually in the Bible, um, I was, I learned this a while ago. Um, that a lot of time, um, people, and when they wrote about the heart and the mind in the Bible, it was interchangeable. So the heart and the mind were actually similar. Like they saw it in the same way that they, like the, whatever thoughts were in the mind, you had that in your heart as well. It's kind of hard to explain, but, but the point is, is that what comes, it's they're closely connected. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they are. They're closely connected. And, um, and it talks about how the heart is deceitful and um well here this is a there's a verse um in Mark 7:20 through 23 and I'll do what you did I'll do a quick like summary of it um or like a my own words and it basically said says that sin or bad thoughts I guess you would say begin uh begins in the thoughts or in the heart evil thoughts come from the heart fornication theft murder adultery coveting wickedness deceit sensuality envy slander pride and foolishness now if you look at this and you think of what i was saying thurple gap thurple gap um it's like literally what comes out of our heart is like the opposite of what we're supposed to be thinking and dwelling on (laughs) like um sensuality you were talking about immorality like if you look on a woman with lust for instance you know and you're married you shouldn't be doing that you're not taking your thoughts captive um well one of the definitions for for Thurplegup, aka E in Thurplegup, excellence actually means moral virtue, you know, being virtuous. Um, and then good repute, um, you know, a good re- reputation. I mean, these are all, oh, and then whatever's pure, that's not 
looking on someone with lust. That's looking on, so, you know, not looking on someone with lust. It's pure, you know, it's, um, and, you know, and it's kind of funny because if you think about it, people always talk about, um, you know, like not dwelling on the bad stuff, you know, in the world today. But, and there's a lot of truth to that. When you start dwelling on awful things, guess what ends up happening? You know that person's dwelling on them because they're all doom and gloom all the time. They're always depressed. They're always, you know, bummed, you know, it's just it's like you seek it out because that's what you're, that's what you've grown accustomed to. Yeah. So you seek that stuff out. Yeah. You know, we like to be in our, it's almost like we like to be in our gunk. So, you know, you, you take those thoughts mm-hmm. when they initially uh, come about. Yeah. Like you said, you take them captive. Yeah. You have to redirect them. Yeah. ASAP. Yeah. Redirect those. So like, okay, so we got to bring up at least once mm-hmm. a Star Wars reference. Okay. <laughs> so Yoda, there's in, in one of the, Yoda's a very powerful Jedi, okay. very wise Jedi. Okay. <laughs> and he, other, other, other Jedi, when lightning's mm-hmm. directed toward him by yeah. the dark, by the dark force mm-hmm. users. Yeah. Uh, they don't know how to stop it. Yeah. You avoid it or it hits you, mm-hmm. shocks you, you know what lightning does. He, Yoda takes that lightning when it comes at him mm-hmm. and he redirects it. Mm-hmm. It goes into like, what's it? this ain't real life, but you know what I mean? It goes into one hand mm-hmm. and he shoots it out another hand, mm-hmm. redirects it somewhere else. Yeah. Remember the show, The Last Airbender? Mm-hmm. I know you remember that because you showed me it. Mm. <laughs> remember the tor- yeah. the episode where they learned to redirect the lightning yeah. because one of the users, the yeah. power org users crazy. could shoot out lightning. Yeah. Um, and they had to practice how mm-hmm. do how do I defend against this mm-hmm. while don't instead of blocking it, mm-hmm. redirect it. Yeah. Um, and then again they would absorb it and yeah. shoot it out a different way. Yeah. Um, so redirect. Mm-hmm. The reason I say that is because sometimes it is hard to stop something right in its tracks Mm -hmm. like just boom just stop it Mm -hmm. and if you're finding that to be hard redirect it Mm -hmm. redirect your thoughts Mm -hmm. read and where do you redirect your thoughts Mm -hmm. well direct them on god's word yeah shift it over to god's word yeah the less you know about god and what the bible says the less ammunition you have Mm -hmm. it's harder to redirect because you don't how, you know what I mean? Well, okay, how am I going to do this? Yeah. So how to fight this? I, I have two things for the mind. We're talking mm-hmm. about the mind. Yeah. Read, read, mm-hmm. read the Bible. Yeah. The more you know. Mm-hmm. Remember those NBC, I think it was NBC, those public service announcements on yeah. education? Yeah. The little star would shoot across the screen. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. But on those, they would give um, educational messages. Hmm. Right. So that's what I get when I, that's what I think of when I think of reading. Yeah. You're, 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 uh, educating yourself mm-hmm. and now you have an arsenal of, uh, defense ammunition or. So do you have a verse for that? Uh, maybe. I do. Go ahead. Second Corinthians 10, four through five. Okay. Is that one you got? No. Okay. Go ahead. It says for the weapons of our warfare, since we're talking about battling, are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. 
We destroy arguments and every lofty thought or opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. So the Bible and the word, what are you putting in your mind? That's the, the word it brings all the things that are true and honorable and right and pure to your repertoire. So when you have those negative thoughts coming in, the thoughts of, like I was reading, people have thoughts of guilt. Um, uh, people have thoughts of um, like like they're always in the wrong or um, just condemnation of themselves sometimes. Um, you know, there's so many things. But, but if you fill your mind with things that are good and honorable, then you can battle those nasty thoughts and just take them out. Yeah, so if you're feeling uh, something up, a room, a box, mm-hmm. or you're feeling something up, right? Yeah. And you could put, I, I mean, I can't think of a good example. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could, but I, don't, I, I won't go there. <laughs> I was, was going to say like, um, no, I won't go there. Oh, okay. But if you're feeling up a box, mm-hmm. it can only hold so much. If it's empty. Yeah. And you want to put good things in there, but you're, you're putting garbage in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. No, go ahead. You're putting garbage in there. Uh-huh. The more garbage you put in there, mm-hmm. the less room you have for something that's not garbage, something yeah. that's good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. By reading, the more you read, you're putting good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it's in reverse. Now there's less room for the garbage. Yeah. Garbage tries to come in. They're like, sorry, you're, you know, you're packing up. I, I ain't got room for this. <laughs> yeah. Go find another box. No, I got you. So you're, you're just, what are you putting in there? What are you replacing with? What are you filling your mind with? Yeah. So your mind, you know, is like that box. Yeah, exactly. And I have, uh, so one more, that was the mind uh-huh. on reading, for reading. Yeah. So you got your heart. Yeah. You know, you're talking about that mm-hmm. kind of almost one in the same. Yeah. So to, to, um, prepare your heart, mm-hmm. you pray. Yeah. And I see that one as, uh, like a support group. You know, you're having these thoughts and you're you're maybe going to, it's destroying you or you're going to give in to these thoughts. Yeah. And, you know, you're talking about you got to stop the momentum. Yeah. Uh, redirect it. Well, mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to do on your own. Yeah. Prayer is that support group. Yeah. It's helping you, you know, you're someone you can lean on someone mm-hmm. and they're going to support you. Hey, let's get out of this. Um, you know, someone's got an addiction and then they got numbers they can call and people can talk them out of it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what prayer is. Yeah. So I don't know. No, you no. it's, it says, um, I was just reading cause you just said about the heart again in Proverbs 423, it says, watch over your heart with all diligence for from it flows the springs of life. Um, and then somebody, uh, Patrick Buchanan said, the food that enters the mind must be watched as closely as the food that enters the body. Um, and like I had brought up, you know, your your thoughts become your um, words and your words, your actions. Um, you know, and, and that's why it's so important to, you know, constantly kind of be on guard and be diligent um, for when those attacks, thought, thought attacks happen. I've known people in my life that, and I struggle, I've struggled with it myself. Uh, we let our thoughts control us to a point where it affects not just us, but the people around us because of our negative thoughts that are going on. And then it can destroy us. I mean, it's just like, there's no joy there. It's like, we kind of almost like suppress the good because we're always focused on the bad all the time. Um, 
there was a, a Charles Spurgeon talked about, and that's why I was laughing at your um, analogy because you were bringing up something similar, but he was talking about wallowing in the mud. When we're like, okay, so we all have these bad thoughts, like all of us. There's no none of us that aren't. And we're kind of made with a lot of bad thoughts. Like we have that sin in us, right? So why would we keep piling on more junk? Why do we keep wallowing in the mud and pile on more junk? And that, what I mean by that is, you know, watching things that are really negative and affect us negatively, you know, you like what if you struggle with a certain thing like an addiction and then you like to watch those shows that are so all about addiction and you know what I mean like you're just piling on so you want to get out of the mud but you're wallowing in it like why do that so, why put yourself through that because that's not gonna help say, you get out of the hole you're in the mud hole you're still dirty you're just making yourself more dirty let's say let's put all this together everything we've said over the last so many minutes yeah let's say somebody struggles with uh Mm-hmm. uh being overweight yeah and they really don't want to be yeah so they're depressed mm-hmm. because they are and <laughs> they're yeah but they're having these uh depressed thoughts mm-hmm. right and they're not getting out of it mm-hmm. but to make them feel better with yeah. these negative thoughts these depression depressed yeah. thoughts they eat ice cream or you know what I mean? It's they not, start snacking. What I'm saying is there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no. But if you have a problem or something that's bringing you down and you want to get out of it, why are you feeding it more, more or less yeah. feeding it, you know? Uh-huh. And there's a, there's a way out. Yeah. We're talking about the box, like what you put in it yeah. and not leaving room for other stuff. Well, go to that refrigerator mm-hmm. and take out all that junk food. Yeah. Put in healthy food. Yeah. Put in so much healthy food that you have nowhere to put that ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and with that negative stuff comes from us. It's not even out from all outside of the world. But if you keep like you keep fueling it with the same bad stuff, like it says that that which proceeds out of the man, that is what defiles the man. And from within, that's where I was talking about the evil thoughts and all those kinds of things. I'm like, you're, it reminds when you said the ice cream thing, it reminds me of all those shows where like, you know, the woman, she, she goes and she broke up with some guy and then she like, she's like, all right, girlfriend calls her girlfriend over and she's like, let's eat this whole bowl of ice cream to ourselves and just shove yeah. it in our mouths because, and I was just thinking it'd be like, if you had a weight problem and you're like bemoaning that you, you're, you're struggling with your weight or whatever. And then you're like, while you're moaning, you're bemoaning it. You're like eating spoonfuls of like yeah. crazy calories and crying into it. You know, and that's yeah. what I was thinking when you're saying that. But you that's know what you funny. said that we're, we are the reason we are. Yeah. We're, what'd you say? It says that which proceeds out of the man is what defiles the man. From within come those evil thoughts. Okay. So I, I was saying the From refrigerator, the right? Yeah. Now, when you we have these problems, and I, I just gave that for an example. Yeah. You know, I know people really struggle with that, and I'm not trying to mm-hmm. make any, anybody feel bad. It was no, just I, an example I came up with. Yeah. But if you are trying to get out of that, uh, why are you filling your refrigerator with this junk food? Mm-hmm. You're doing it. Mm-hmm. You have the choice to yeah. replace it with something else. Yeah. It is available to you. Mm-hmm. You have to go out and get it. Yeah. And so I thought... You know, this verse, James 1, 14, mm-hmm. 
but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Yeah. We're creating that. Okay. So let me calm down just a little bit. I think I, I got a little worked up on we that both one. Did, I think. Um, but let's take a moment and we'll go to our sponsor and take a small break. All right. So let's continue on. Let's keep this going. Okay. Um, you got a joke for us first? No, do you? No. Okay, go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I could try to think of one, but it would be very lame. <laughs> um, yeah. But speaking of emotions, <laughs> wasn't a great carry-in, but um, a lot of the time, like, you know, I think the world is, like, all about emotions, and you're talking about the heart and what comes from the heart. Emotion. A lot of emotion. And that's not always a good thing. And this article I was reading was talking about how not allowing our emotions to control us because uh, it actually leads to unhappiness, which is kind of funny because um, these people, you know, that are led by emotion, when we're led by emotion, that's like what you're talking about. Like when you're feeling lust or you're feeling anger, you're feeling frustration, and then you ruminate on that forever, you know, then it ends up spilling out into everything you do. We have to be a little bit more measured, I guess you would say. And, um, it's that whole importance of self-control, you know, um, I think a big part of the mind is self-control. The problem is people technically, or usually don't have really great self-control. And so that's why it's important to depend on the Bible. Although we think we do. Of course we think we do. And that's what gets us in trouble. Cause whenever we think we're in self, we think we got this, then we trip up. And like, we've talked about this before, but it's such a big thing. It's, you know, people are like mind over matter, mind over matter. I'm like, well, my mind's kind of corrupt. How's yours? You know what I mean? Like, how am I supposed to let my mind, you know, do what it needs sorry to do to when let it's you know, already screwed up? But your mind is matter. <laughs> right? It's made of matter. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, and that's why it's so important to put in our mind what we don't have already, which is things that are good and honest and true. We, we, you know, everyone wants to say that everyone's good, but honestly, I feel like our capacity, what's coming out of our mind is not good, you know? Yeah, I, w- I was not going to say this, but I'm thinking now, you know, I said before, I mm-hmm. I think of things as we're doing this, I'm, you know, the, things just come to me, but I think the laziness mm-hmm. is a big part of this. That's true. The problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Well, it starts, I mean, physically, but it starts mentally. So you have these thoughts in your head, right? And you're, oh, you were saying to, mm-hmm. to replace them with, uh, all those words. Yeah. With what's pure and good and honorable, right? right? Mm-hmm. Now people are like, well, how do I do that? That's, how, how am I going to do that? That's a, that's a lot of work. What is right anyway? You know, what is honorable? What is true? Well, guess what? God is. <laughs> well, what I'm, yeah. <laughs> He's all of the above, and what we're not. I, what I'm saying is, with this laziness thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, I'm sorry to say, to break the news to you, but you're always thinking. Mm-hmm. You always have thoughts. Yeah. Now the lazy ones, the ones where you're not really thinking that much, mm-hmm. but what has the world shown you? What has your eyes and ears? What have you seen and heard? Yeah on a daily basis yeah right what's constantly going in your eyeballs in your ear holes and going into your brain and your heart and your soul yeah right there you're constantly absorbing them yeah 
then you don't have to put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, quotes, thought. It just comes out. Self-edit. We don't self-edit. Your thoughts are there. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So when you're having these negative thoughts or these uh, thinking of the wrong stuff, like we're talking Mm -hmm. about the good and all that, and you're thinking about the other stuff, Mm -hmm. it doesn't take much effort. Yeah. Now, to do it the other way takes effort. Oh, yeah. So you have to be unlazy (laughs) to do this, right? You have to be vigilant. You have to be diligent. You have to be all of the above to, to combat. That's why... We're fighting a battle and we have to see it as a battle. If we don't see it as a battle, then we're not going to get better. We're not going to be able to fight it. So if you want to be a great football player, you have to practice. You've mm-hmm. seen them sweat out there and practice day and day, right? Yeah. Uh, 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 hour upon hour, mm-hmm. they practice. Yeah. I mean, I just do football out there, but anything mm-hmm. in any profession and yeah. anything you want to do, you want to be in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. It takes work. Yeah, it's hard. You have work. to put work in. Yeah, or you're not going to get the results you want. Right? Yeah. And you don't, and you're not the one competing. You're the one on the couch watching. Yeah. You're the water um, boy. And sometimes that's okay, but it depends. <laughs> water you know. girl. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I got you. You know, like you were saying, like what? And, and it is easy. And I was just thinking of that because when you just said that about how it's a matter of laziness. Like you sit there, like for instance, like I can say this because I've been in this situation. A long time ago, like I would hang out with people and we would do like raunchy jokes and just inappropriate stuff and not something I'm okay with at all now and I'm ashamed of or at least I thankfully I've been past that for a while but I wasn't always and it was so easy to fall into that because what would happen is I wouldn't stay on guard I just kind of be lazy about it and whether I was participating in it or not that stuff was getting in my head. And the next thing I know, it's slipping right out of my mouth. And I'm like, where did that even come from? Because I wasn't being diligent. I was being lazy. I was like, it's too much effort for me to be a, a, a godly person. So let me just be an ungodly person because that's just easier. And like, and it's not surprising. It says in Ephesians 5, 3 um, and 4, I think it says, don't let immoral immorality, excuse me, or any impurity or greed even be named among you. Uh, as is proper among saints and there must be no filthiness and silly talk or coarse jesting uh, which are not fitting but rather give thanks instead give thanks so when we allow that stuff to kind of filter into our minds you know all the negative all the bad stuff all the stuff that's not going to create any kind of good things I mean it can be a form of laziness and I'm I've been there I know because I've done that myself and it's not a good thing it's not something that I would want to teach my children, you know, you know, we shouldn't be the ones that say, do as I say, not as I do. We should be the ones that say, follow my example. And just like anything, when you want to be great at something, you got to try. Uh, it takes work. Yeah. Right. Effort. Train, practice. Yeah. Um, so it is not impossible no. to do this. Mm-mm. And there's always a way out. First Corinthians ten thirteen said it. Yeah. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with temptation, he will also provide the way of escape yeah. that you may be able to endure it. Yeah. Don't let our minds wallow in the filth. We need to get out of there. The only way we can is by putting uh, the good things in. And laziness is like, an, yet again, like you had brought up, is, is not only a cultural thing. It's a biblical thing, as in people have been doing it for centuries and centuries. Whenever um, during the time of, um, like during the judges' uh, time in the Bible and they had judges ruling, 
what would end up happening is the people would be doing really great. Like they'd be blessed. They'd be working. They'd be diligent. They'd be working hard. And then they'd have plenty, right? And they feel comfortable in their skin. They'd be comfortable in their culture. They're comfortable in everything. And then that is when they fell away. They got lazy and complacent. And that is when all the horrible things and they became slaves to idols and slaves to their own desires. And that's because they weren't taking their thoughts captive. They weren't um, being diligent in everything. They were being lazy in it. Um, and that's just, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's not, life isn't easy. Should it be? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think we were meant, everything was meant to be easy. If it was, we probably would be like a lot of them and just end up falling. Be a lot more own. messed up. Yeah. Yeah. So now we can't do any of this on our own. No. When I'm saying all this, like you do this and you mm-hmm. got to do that. And it's an everyday yeah, battle it's an, struggle. Yeah. Easier said than done. You oh, try it. Well, no, I'm trying. And I've it's not easy. Tried it and I can't do it on my own. Mm-hmm. And the truth is we can't. No. So bottom line is, uh, with God through mm-hmm. God, this is all possible. Mm-hmm. You can, you can accomplish this. Mm-hmm. So, we're talking about the good thoughts. Yeah. And anything good comes of God. Yep. Then you got your dark thoughts. Mm-hmm. Any any uh, dark thoughts come from Satan. Mm-hmm. So James 4 says, submit yourselves there to there. Uh, let me start over. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Mm. I mean. Yeah. It's straightforward. Yeah. And if you say no way, well, is, Do you wanna, is somebody I mean, a liar? And... No, I know, right? Well, it's, you know, just, we don't, and and I want to, I'm like, here's the thing. Like, we all struggle, and I, I totally understand. Like, we, I don't want anyone to feel, I don't know, less than, or, you know, we all battle this. Every day it's a battle. Every day is, but I want to focus in really quick on the good. When we focus in on the good things, good things happen. Good things can happen when we focus on the good. What comes uh, from seeds of dissension and seeds of violence and seeds of hatred? Bad. What comes from seeds of, of love and kindness and honor? You know, being honorable and pure? Good things. I mean, I think both of us here, as we're talking about this, what we really want to share is that we want our listeners and you know to experience the good. Like we've experienced, and that is why we're so emphatic on this, because we struggle so much, and we want that for everyone. We love everyone, and we want that for everyone, and that's why we're so emphatic about it, and it hurts us when we see people we love struggling with these kinds of things well, that they, we struggle with. But they, I mean, we struggle, yeah. Yeah. But some people don't realize they're struggling. Yeah. Some people are going to say, well, the thoughts I have are just fine. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. On the on the surface, you may be, mm-hmm. and you might not even realize it. Sometimes, mm-hmm. let me think. Um, cigarettes back in the how, back in <laughs> what what was it the like camel, the thirties, thirties, forties? Yeah. Okay, in the movies, uh, it was you like a big thing. Always see people smoking, smoking cigarettes because yeah. it was cool. Yeah, it's cool to do. Mm-hmm. And they had Joe. Yeah. What was his name? Joe Camel. Joe Camel. Yeah. He was real cool. <laughs> yeah. And everybody did it right. Mm-hmm. They didn't really see anything wrong with it. Yeah. And then one day, one year, people started dropping like flies. Mm-hmm. Here comes cancer. 
and because they were just doing it all unfiltered more or less you know mm-hmm. and and then that and then now we got it what's going on here we got to check this out mm-hmm. well turns out yeah these are cancer sticks yeah um now we got to slap warnings no more joe cool he's got to go uh mm-hmm. warning labels yeah you know it's not good for you yeah but they didn't realize it yeah and unless this would have happened they would have never known mm-hmm. you know that it's killing them inside mm-hmm. but they felt fine they seemed fine for a while yeah so it's kind of like a silent killer yeah you may think you're fine mm-hmm. with the thoughts you you have yeah but you are not yeah whether you see it or not yeah and we know that those thought i mean whether you're um you read the bible or not uh studies show the truth when you dwell on those thoughts when you dwell on those negative things and emotions it never bodes well your health suffers the people around you suffer uh you know people don't want to be around you because you're struggling you're doing these things and you're you're, you're smoking that cigarette you think you're fine Mm -hmm. but like you said you're also affecting the people around you secondhand smoke yeah there you go i mean yeah it's it's just not and you're i mean and and i mean i don't think any one of us want to be a burden on anyone and anyone we don't want to have our actions affect others but the truth of the matter is what we do affects others and that's not going to change um, when we're in uh, problems with addiction, when we're struggling with um, negative thoughts, um, you know, if I'm struggling with insecurities, I've seen it already with me struggling with insecurities and my own children pop out. And I'm like, where did that come from? It's because we just can't help, but we are influencers by nature. And um, so I think a lot of the time, it, uh, taking those thoughts captive that we have not only preserves our hearts and minds, and brings out good but it also does good for the people we care about and that we love and so it's not it's it's kind of a way of also not being selfish and um you know and that's always a good thing to show care by really getting rid of those negative thoughts in your mind and um putting the good things in people want to be around people that you know do the good things yeah and yeah and i want to uh hit on one more part you said um about caring yeah and uh, so people don't realize you know what it's doing to them uh they honestly don't you know it's it's sometimes it's not their fault yeah um but on the caring side of it you they because i've been there i've been on both sides of this fence Mm -hmm. i know what it's like Mm -hmm. and when i was on the other side of the fence Mm -hmm. and i was i mean i I did some horrible stuff Mm -hmm. i thought things were great for the most part right yeah this is awesome and uh i mean i might not have said that but you know what i mean it, mm-hmm. this is life and i don't need no one telling me it's, it's it's anything there's anything better mm-hmm. it's like what are you talking about i'm not going to give this stuff up mm-hmm. anyway i now am on the other side yeah. of this fence and i'm like wow look at this green grass you know maybe i thought it was green before but no it's beautiful it's mm-hmm. paradise mm-hmm. right and like wow how come no one told me about this yeah what was i missing yeah um it's just on the other side of the wall mm-hmm. it's just right there and i don't even have to climb it there's a door <laughs> i just had to open it you know yeah you're um, so detailed dear <laughs> anyway but like yeah it's so it's so wonderful and it, and if you unless you experience it experience it for yourself mm-hmm. you're just not going to know yeah all we can do here is just tell you you got to walk to the door. Yeah. You know. You got to climb over the fence. And as a matter of fact, it is open. 
Yeah. The door is open. Yeah. It you takes just gotta some walk work. Through. You got to open. You got to turn the door knob, open the door. And then check it out. Yeah. If you don't like it, it, then you can walk right back out. Well, and, and I would, and I think my last Which word. Which you won't. <laughs> you're funny. Um, my last words that I think I'm going to say is, for those of us, <laughs> including myself, <laughs> who have experienced the goodness that comes when we dwell on those good things, and yet we still go back to the old things. You know, I would say I would I would ask the listeners to remember that time when you were had it really good and you were doing good. Now look back at where you're at now. Are you better or are you worse than you were at that time? If you've experienced it, um, let's not. There's a verse in the Bible that talks about not going back to your own vomit, <laughs> which is a really gross thing. Don't well, go back and eat your vomit, the, right? Because it's it's talking about a dog. Yeah, a dog goes back to its vomit, right? Let's not go back there if we've already experienced that goodness. Let's let's stick with it. When we let our mind take us back there to our regrets and those kinds that of things. That might be like in Second Peter or something. I don't know. You'll have to let me know later. But, you know, when we let ourselves go back there. Uh, and, I, and I'm referring to the regrets and the guilt and the various things that... I, I still struggle with to this day from choices I made in my past. It never turns out well. It's not a good thing. We're already, um, as Christians, we've been freed from the guilt and the sin and that, you know, that struggle. Why do we keep going back there? Why do we keep going back to that dark place? And we do. We do. Yeah. You know, it's, again, we're not pointing fingers to everybody else. It applies to us too. Yeah. The difference is... We've learned this. Mm-hmm. We've experienced it. Mm-hmm. We know to turn from it quicker. It's called repentance. Yeah, in a way. <laughs> repentance when it when it shows its ugly face. Yeah, we turn from it. Yeah, ASAP. As soon as we can. We try our best. No and, time. There's and, no time to stall. You just get out of there. And if you're, but if you're not here with us, you don't know there's anything to turn from. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the difference. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, uh, I guess we're out of here for today. Yeah, that was intense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really wish you would have told that joke earlier. What joke? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. We'll get we'll get out of here, and uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Ugh. Have a good one. Who feels wiped? I feel wiped. If you like what you heard in our podcast, follow us so you never miss a new episode. Check us out on Facebook and also on our website. The links are provided in the description below.